Thank you for downloading the Flixsters podcast. On this week's episode, back in the day, I once trusted somebody with my powers. <laughs> he was talking about Black Adam. <laughs> Jimon Hunt, who's actually here, by the way, that wasn't me. Your records have been esponged, agent. <laughs> esponged. That was the first time I've heard that word. I was like, your records have been esponged, agent. But you know what? Saying that, this was made in 2004, 15 years ago. I know, I know, I know things that race relations, I don't know, it's, things are different, black and white, white and black. But this film could never work the way around, could it? <laughs> Today's hidden gem is batteries not included. Welcome, 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 Flicksters. And today we have a very, very, very special guest in the show. Uh, <laughs> but you know what? Really and truly, uh, it's, it's taken a long time to get this done, but I've managed to ditch Amar. Amar is no more. <laughs> well, no, he's not no more. He's on holiday with, with his family. So we have a very special guest today. Goes by the name of Emmanuel, and he's listened to the show since day one. So, Emmanuel, welcome to the show. Emmanuel, let the people hear you. Hey, <laughs> I am so excited to be on this show. <laughs> Are you really? You're bullshitting. You're not excited. You're, I you're am thinking, so excited. When is this going to be over? <laughs> when you told me, when you told me I'm on, I was like, what is he talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, you know what? It's really, really, I'm really, really happy to have you. It's an honor. Like I said, you've been listening since day one. So, it was only fitting that the first guest that we have onto the show would be you. Oh. So, <laughs> sappy, sappy. Okay, so let's get the show going. So today we've got a really, really jam-packed show, uh, news, reviews, and all the rest of it. So let's get the show on the road. All right, cool. So uh, shout-outs today, shout-outs today. We've got one shout-out today, and it goes by the name of, or she goes by the name of Shan. Shan is a new listener. And uh, literally just started listening to the show last week and loves movies and likes to hear about uh, news and uh, really listen, you know, uses the show now to guide her, her direction and what, she, what she's going to watch you know, and uh, what, what to look out for. So, Shan, thank you for tuning into the show and we hope you enjoy the new ride with a new voice on your show. You've got your second show and you've got a new person speaking to you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what to say. I'm so nervous here. Like, you know, like, shut up. You don't know nerves. <laughs> I feel, yeah. you know, have you ever met, like met like your uh, your idol or your you know a celeb, and then you just yeah. like, oh my god, <laughs> get out of here, get out of here. But yeah, Shan, keep listening to the show. Yeah, keep and, listening uh, keep to the tuned. show, Shan. Definitely. Okay, now onto the news. We've got quite a bit of news today. Hopefully, we've got some uh, some good news for you guys. So, let us know in the, in, in the uh, in you know I guess the social media and uh, on Facebook and so on. Let us know about the news if you're if you're feeling it and if you want anything else more specific. But I'm going to kick off with uh, Beverly Hills Cop Four. Beverly Hills Cop Four is coming to Netflix. Uh, did you see that happening, Emmanuel? I, you know what I've heard about. I've heard I've heard words of of uh, Beverly Hills Cop, um, but Eddie Murphy's really getting himself out there now. Like he's, I've seen him slowly creeping up 
with um, a couple <laughs> slowly of, creeping up, you know, <laughs> seeing any brother slowly creep up. That's like, what's going on here? <laughs> but, you, but, you, but you know how it is. It's like basically you see, you slowly see like one or two appearances and then yeah, start yeah. connecting the dots. And I'm just like, oh, okay, something's coming up. Something's coming up. Yeah, because obviously we're going to talk about Dolomite later on. That's our feature film we're going to review. But also uh, he's been in the news quite a lot. He's said he's got a stand-up comedy, some fresh stand-up comedy coming to Netflix as well. Yeah. So it seems like he's struck a deal with Netflix and he's going to be, you know, uh, putting out some work on the uh, on the streaming giant. So well, Netflix yeah. do have a lot of money. They seem to be throwing a lot of cash. A lot of do-re-mi. So I mean, yeah, Eddie Murphy's going to catch that. And he's got like... 20 kids, so the man's got to work. You can't <laughs> chill, can you? <laughs> That's why he thought he had to come out of retirement or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's got mouths to feed. He's, he's like that man in, you know the man in Total Recall? I got five wives. I got four. <laughs> I thought you were going to say like the delivery guy. <laughs> Which delivery guy? The um, the movie uh, delivery guy with, um, oh. his, what's the actor's name? Um, oh, and he basically... Uh, who donated like loads of sperm and then oh yes yes all of the kids. oh Vince Vaughn Vince yeah, Vaughn oh yeah 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 okay oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> well no well, Eddie Murphy had the fun of that transitional sperm so yeah <laughs> uh, so next one Mark Wahlberg Mark Wahlberg and Tom Holland are cast as Victor Sully Sullivan in the Drake Uncharted movie. Now, have you played Drake Uncharted? You, you know, know the, Drake the PlayStation Uncharted game. Is like one of my favorite games. Is it? Do you like yeah. it? I've never played it. You know. Oh my gosh! Seriously? No, I never played it. No, never. it is is it's like one of my favorite, as well as um, uh, what is it? Batman: Arkham Asylum. Oh yeah, I heard. I've, I think I played that for like five minutes, but yeah, I heard that's really good <laughs> as well. <laughs> See, I can't, I can't play one player games. I just I struggle to sit there and play one player games. Really? So that's why. No matter how good it is, I yeah. just struggle. I can't no, do it. No, one player games are like my favorite, I think. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a twin, you see, so one player stuff doesn't work for me. I need to <laughs> <laughs> I need to double it up. But but yeah, but yeah, this uh I mean I think Drake Uncharted, the actual game, came out oh early two thousands, I think. Yeah. I think it came out with PlayStation Two and uh the movie has been in like development slumber for years. It was, uh, I think, the late two thousands. There were there was talk of this movie coming out, uh, and I think even at one stage, uh, Brian Cranston was being tipped to play Sully. I can't see that happening. But do you know what? I can see Mark Wahlberg playing the Drake guy because he looks like him, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Yeah, he, do- he looks like him a lot, and yeah. I, I don't know what his character's like, but. I've heard that um, Tom Holland, he's, he's, uh, they're not too sure, but they want him to be like the, the younger version of yes. him. Yes, yes, that's correct. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. Which also works as well, doesn't it? So, Yeah. Yeah, so, well, yeah. And it's also, also going to be directed by Travis Knight, who brought us Bumblebee, oh, okay. uh, which came out last Christmas, which actually was, wasn't, a, wasn't a bad film, actually. It was quite decent. I liked it. Did you? Yeah, it wasn't, wasn't bad. I don't think I actually saw that. No, you should give it a go. If you can watch it, uh, no, I'm sure it'll come out on streaming or maybe, you know, on regular TV at some point. But if you yeah. can watch it, give it a go. It's not bad. It's, not yeah, bad. it's got John, John Cena in it as well. Uh, John Cena, well, we yeah. know how John Cena's going to be. He's going to, he's probably going to be destroying a couple of, uh, a couple of stuff <laughs> on the set. 
He's going to be fighting the Transformers, <laughs> isn't it? With his bare hands, isn't it? <laughs> Giving him the F5 or whatever, whatever movie does. <laughs> uh, I, think, I think Tom Holland is going to be a good, good, uh, that was a good, that's a good cast. For, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. And talking about computer games, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if, <laughs> obviously as, as a kid, I know you played Sonic the Hedgehog. I, what was I you? Was you played Sonic the Hedgehogs. And then, um, what is it? Did you ever like get second handed and like, when you're with a group of friends and what, whatnot, when you go around to the fr- uh, friend's house? Yeah. And then, like one of you has to play Tails and one of you has to play. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I kind of like Tails, you know. Tails has got like a a new kind of fresh power because you can spin his tails and like fly or something, innit? Yeah, he had flight. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, so, what would you was you Super Nintendo or Mega Drive? Sega. Oh, Sega. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mega Drive had the faster gameplay. Super Nintendo had the better graphics. That was yeah. the selling point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, we digress. But yeah, so <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog the the trailer came out a while ago. It did. It came out a few months ago, and it was received with crazy backlash. No, I was crazy, crazy them. backlash. What you as well? Was I, you, was you... I hated it. I hate... <laughs> Did you actually like like the look of him? I thought he looked more like a cat or something. Yeah, he looked kind of weird. But do you know what? Because I wasn't really too bothered with the film, I just didn't even really notice what was going on. Oh, right. But we need we need to look at it side by side now. You can see a massive difference. Yeah. So a lot of people cussed it all over social media. They said it was terrible. They said, "What's he? Do- what, what's this Sonic doing with like you know teeth and?" all this fur and all that kind of stuff. And the good thing is, you know what? For once, like social media done its job because the director listened and they pulled it. Uh, they, they, you know, delete, they delayed the the release date. It was meant to be out now in November 2019. Yeah. It's now being pushed back till uh, February. And it looks like, yeah, Jeff Fowler, the director said, yeah, thanks guys. You know, we've taken on board your feedback. We've made the changes, and here, look at the new trailer. So the new trailer should be out now. Yeah, but you know what? It, it's it's he had to thank everyone because that saved that probably saved the movie now. And you know, it could have bombed even more in the when it actually came came out because they probably wouldn't have been anyone that would have gone to see it or very mm. few. But like yeah. for me, it was a nostalgia. Like you want to be able to see Sonic, how you remember it from the game. Not looking too too far gone, different from, I mean, what they came out with at first was, I was just, no, nah, I was shocked. I was like, no. <laughs> you went into a streets of rage, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> streets of rage. Yeah. That was an awesome you went into a streets of rage mood, didn't it? Like, yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was skate. I was just all over. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you were chickens on the road, didn't it? You were tired. <laughs> Oh man. Okay, so next one, what we got next? We've got uh it's a bit of Marvel news now. Yeah, to Black Widow, Black Widow. Where where are where are where are for Black Widow? How how does it go? Where where for art Black Widow, I ask. You are not (laughs) Shakespearean, sir. I'm not Shakespearean, no. (laughs) (laughs) But do you know what? Like on this show, yeah, I, I, I'm sure you've noticed in the past. Anytime we speak of like a trailer, somehow the trailer comes out a few days later. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to add this in the program. Speak I'm going to say, I'm going to speak exactly. 
speaking to the universe. Black trailer, where are you? And black trailer, <laughs> black widow trailer, where are you? Exactly. And it will come about. So, yeah, from what I hear, that I mean, the film is it's obviously wrapped. Uh, they're doing all the you know post production. The trailer is set to drop uh, at some point in November, late November, or possibly early December. But let's get it earlier. I want to see. I want to see a taste of this. I've got a feeling there's going to be some good fight action, fight scenes in it, and it's going to be heavy. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a heavy film. Yeah. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to seeing Taskmaster. Uh, and seeing what Black Widow did in between Civil War and Infinity War. And yeah, I'm just looking forward to that, man. How about you? No, Black Widow is, I mean, I'm speaking, look, I'm, I'm, all, I'm stuttering because Black Widow, she, she is hot on <laughs> She's screen. hot. She's she hot. <laughs> <laughs> She's the sort of person I wouldn't mind, like, if I was getting taken down by an assassin, I'd be, I'll stand here. I'd, I'd leather myself up, all the baby oil, have on my like my best underwear. Like, I don't I'd think you're having enough time for that. I'll know she's coming. I'd be like, yeah, I'm ready for you. She's coming with me. She can just come from behind, whatever. I don't mind. Take me down. Hopefully, she can take me down with that move where she. She goes on your around your neck with her legs and oh, yeah. takes you down. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. I'll be she waiting gets for that one. Your shoulders. Yeah, I'll be waiting for. I'll be yeah. Do it, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> She'd be like, "What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Just die!" I'd be like, "Oh no!" I can imagine. I can imagine you probably just put your hands down, like to get yeah. step up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then uh, we've got uh, so you know uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. That's yes. coming out. Uh, I think that's coming out. Ooh, is that is that 2021? I think it may be early 2021, maybe even 2020. I heard but, it would be uh, late 2020. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, late 2020. I think you're right. Yeah. So that's coming out soon. And obviously filming for that one has, has started. That's going to be on a Disney Plus service. Uh, Bucky and Winter Soldier sort of teaming up and kicking ass. And we're going to have uh, Agent Carter in there as well. Uh, and there's also I mean, the villain for that's going to be Baron Zemo. And Baron Zemo in, in the comics and cartoons is the sort of baddie with the purple mask. And uh, he's like, literally, they released a, tra- a trailer, sort of like a teaser trailer of, of the actor Daniel Brühl pulling down the, the purple mask as so uh, you know noticeable in the comics. So it looks like they're going to really replicate the comic look of Baron Zemo because in in in, uh, in uh, Civil War he had no mask, which he didn't need a mask in my opinion. But they really like you know they really say now that the character has come full circle and now he's become the Baron Zemo that we recognise. So yeah, it'd be interesting to see how that how that plays out. You know what? Tell the... me more about Baron Zemo because I don't actually I'm not familiar with Baron Zemo. What's how many how many barons do you know? I'm not from. I'm not from <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I, I roll with a couple of. Uh, what is it? You roll with a couple of barons, yeah? Barons, yes, <laughs> lords and madams. <laughs> I know Baron 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 Greenback or whatever from Danger Mouse. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I know, I know that Baron, but that's about it. But I mean, in in, in the Winter Soldier, he's his main. From what I hear, yeah, his main plot is going to be. Is, is, this sounds really comic, comical, by the way, but he's meant to be trying to release some sort of agent, some chemical a- agent. <laughs> 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 
I would have gotten away for it, gotten away with it if it wasn't <laughs> for these pesky kids. But he's going to be like releasing an agent into the atmosphere or something. So they're going to have to try and stop him. But also, I think the premise is going to be about the transition of, you know, uh, Falcon into Captain America. He's not going to become Captain America, I understand, in this. Right. It's going to be more of a transitional phase. But yeah, to answer your question about Baron, uh, Baron Zemo, uh, Baron Zemo is a, yeah, he's, he's, he's basically, he's like an Avengers enemy and he's, he's usually uh, part of a group called the Masters of Evil. And that's a collection of, of baddies that usually try and, you know, overcome the Avengers. And sometimes they've done it because the Masters of Evil are quite intelligent. They're quite intelligent. And uh, well, they, yeah, it says. I mean, I, I just looked him up, and he's a scientific like, genius, basically. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's a genius, and, and he's also uh, good Master with weapons Thorns, and stuff man. like that. Yeah, exactly. So he's not like your most, yeah, he's not your most, you know, out there enemy. He's not got, he's not the most powerful. But in my opinion, sometimes the most powerful enemies are the ones with the mark, the minds, the mental, the mental capacity. Yeah. You yeah. know, which is uh, sometimes like look look at Superman and Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor has no powers, but he's one of Superman's greatest enemies. He is because he always outsmarts them. He's always exactly like two exactly. steps ahead. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah. So I think Baron Zemo, as we saw in uh, Civil War, he had no powers. He didn't even fight a single person, but he was the main architect of the Avengers' downfall. He was the main architect of the the the. Uh, the toxic relationship between Captain America and and and, uh, and Iron Man, and he's he's one of the main reasons why they all broke up. Right. That that lasted up until Infinity War, you right. know. So he, he, yeah, his effect is long lasting. So he's actually quite a formidable. Uh, enemy. Yeah, for sure, that's a good word. He's formidable, actually. So yeah, Let, let's see what he can do in in uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Can't wait! Can't mm, wait for that. Me too, uh, and. Uh, Marvel's What If, you know, the animation that's coming out soon? Yes. Yeah, so there's going to be 23 uh, short animations of Marvel What If, and that's to sort of reflect the 23 episodes, sorry, 23 films of the, you know, the MCU up until Endgame. Have you and, seen any uh, of the trailers or any of I've seen a, I've seen a, like a, a snippet, like a teaser. Okay. And within the teaser, they sort of reveal little bits of information about what we're going to be seeing. Uh, and obviously, Jeffrey Wright has been cast as The Watcher. The Watcher's going to be sort of narrating uh, the show. Right, okay. And The Watcher, I don't know if you know The Watcher, uh, Uwatu The Watcher is the sort of, he's like a celestial character in a, in a Marvel, you know, yeah, they, in they, the Marvel world. Is, is it that they observe, but they don't, um, yes. they're not allowed to intervene? Yes, yes, exactly. That, that's, his, that's his, like, mandate. There have been a couple of times where he's intervened and he's gotten in trouble. Uh, but the Watchers usually, they, they observe and they report back to, I don't know who it is, maybe it's the one above all, I'm not sure. Uh, but, yeah, and, I mean, there was a story in the comics called Original Sin where the Watchers were, like, on the moon. Something happened with Nick Fury. Nick Fury became a Watcher or something like that, and it was just a madness. But, yeah, so... In Marvel's What If, the watch is going to be narrating all these what if scenarios. So you'll see these different scenarios occur of characters that we recognize. So the first one's going to be about uh, Agent Peggy Carter. What if she had the super serum? Oh. 
you know, the super serum that uh, Captain America got. So she becomes a super soldier and she's badass anyway. So who so would imagine? Be, yeah, who would be better? Would would she be better than Black Widow? Because Black Widow. Oh yeah, of... for sure. We're talking about yeah, yeah. Even even like as she is, she's she's not as good as Black Widow, but she's close. Agent Peggy Carter, she's bad. Yeah, you know. So once she gets a super serum, she's going to be as strong as Captain America, and she was already badass as well. Imagine that. You so know. What do you, what do you think is going to happen? Because like with with uh, Peggy. If yeah. she if she takes the super serum in the in the what if are they going to play with um, what if like she took it and Captain America didn't take it and would he yeah. still be in there? He'd still be in there, but from what I understand, he's going to be still frail. He's still going to be weak and small. But you know, Captain America, his main power is his heart and his courage. Yeah, he still has that. So in this, he gets a like a uh, exo exo suit of some sort from Tony Stark or oh, Howard right. Stark, I should say. Howard Stark provides him with some sort of like, you know, like an Iron Man kind of suit, but not as advanced. So he's able to still, you know, get his hands dirty within that suit. So it's a lot of role reversal, a lot of difference. But yeah, he's still going to exist and he's still going to want to kick ass because he doesn't want to, he wanted to go to war. Remember, he went to try and register so many times. Yeah. So now he gets this exo suit. You know, it might be a bit like Elysium. I don't know if you've seen Elysium. Yeah, yeah, I've seen Elysium. Uh, so yeah. it might be something a little bit like that. So he's still able to fight. So, yeah, but it's going to be interesting to see how that turns out. Another example is uh, uh, the, the, the sort of Black 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 Panther version. So in What If, uh, Gardens of the Galaxy, that situation happens to Black Panther. So the, like, Wandu, sorry, Yandu, the blue guy with the mohawk and with a whistling sort yeah. of knife, he comes down to Wakanda and he picks up Ch- uh, T'Challa as a young child and takes T'Challa into space oh. to become Star-Lord. Yeah, so that happens. Uh, and there's a whole bunch of other that things could, that happen. That, that could be very interesting because she does have a really witty sense of humour in in the movie. Who's that? Uh, T'Challa. T'Challa. She has a... She has a unique sense of humor. T'Challa, T'Challa's Black Panther. You're thinking, Sorry, you're, you're thinking of Shuri. Sh- 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 yeah, yeah, that's it. I'm yeah, no, no, yeah, no. I think yeah, she she's definitely got a witty character. When he said when he said T'Challa's got a witty character, I was thinking, huh? Who are you talking about? This guy's straight <laughs> yeah. face like nothing. <laughs> yeah, no, that'd be interesting as well if she was. But yeah, it's going to be T'Challa going into space, yeah. and becoming uh, Star Lord. Interestingly, actually. Uh, the actor, Chadwick Boseman, he auditioned for Drax the Destroyer. <laughs> Did he? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where he was going. <laughs> I don't know where he was going. <laughs> <laughs> he might have been just believing his own hype. Yeah. But then that helped him because they obviously remembered him. Yeah. And then when it came to casting Black Panther, sometimes, he, I guess as, as an actor, you just want to get in the room and meet people that you know are going to be influential in the future. Yeah. So he, that's a clever move, actually. Yeah, I'm laughing at him, but yeah, it's a clever move. <laughs> <laughs> Look who's laughing now, eh? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so what if? That's going to be really good. We'll keep you informed when we find out more information about what's going to be happening over the different episodes. And uh, and yeah, it should be all good. Yeah, because when you mentioned The Watchers, then it made me think of The Guardians of the Galaxy 2 in the post Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That, there's that scene with Stan Lee. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. And they were on the moon as well. So, yeah. Ah. yeah. And then more Marvel news. So uh, 
Disney Plus again, um, the Moonlight Moonlight uh, series. Uh, there is talk that it's going to introduce Blade, actually. Mm. Yeah, so there's talk that the Moonlight, they may use Moonlight to introduce Blade into the MCU rather than just throwing him straight in. Like I think MCU has a really good knack at using another person's film or whatever it may be to introduce a character. Look at Civil War introducing Spider-Man. You know, you look at Iron Man 2 introducing Black Widow. Look at Thor introducing uh, Hawkeye. When that little, there was that little scene when Thor tried to lift the hammer and Hawkeye was there, you know, yeah, to, but- to, try and, you know to try and stop him. So, yeah, it's, it's quite clever, isn't it? Yeah, no, I, I, I hear that, um, where is it, the... There's uh, the there's, they've got individual people that basically manage each of the characters as well. Mm, so okay. so then they're keeping the character um, true to the true to the to how they would interact. So um, like decisions that would be made on on you know on certain uh, missions. Yeah, they would you know rather than the script writers having to write something which is totally out of character for that character they've got like individual managers for the character for the character they would be like saying no you can't go ahead with that because that's not something that you know t'challa would do uh he would you know go about it this way and this is how his thought process would be so that it's like it's really interesting how they've they've got people who actually you know manage the actual character and understand the character in depth Mm. So, I think yeah. that's that's great. That's what DC need. DC, I hope you're listening to the show because yeah, uh, DC do need that. I think like Marvel is just so superseding DC and like a lot of the like you said the the um, they pull uh, different characters and you know weave them into um, the sto- other storylines. So they're really good at that. You know, but cool. Now I really can't wait. I want to see how they introduce. Uh, Moonlight because Moonlight's go. He's basically Moonlight is a he's he's Batman in Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of uh, I think Marvel kind of copied the Batman uh, mold and thought, yeah, we can have it. We can have our version. So and there was obviously Blade Mahershala Ali. Uh, he's going to be a badass Blade, and yeah, I mean Moonlight yeah, and Blade, it? those characters can go side by side. They're both quite dark, uh, and the, the enemies they fight are quite you know monstrous. So, mm. yeah, because yeah. Moonlight, he has, um, his, isn't his power from derived from the moon? So when it's like a full moon, yeah. he gets stronger. Yes, exactly. Uh, yeah. His powers increase, but depending on the, the lunar cycle. Yeah. 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 So, uh, he's basically, apart from that, he's just really a really good fighter. He's good at like using tech. He's basically Batman. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. He's Batman. I don't know if he's as rich as Batman. Uh, so I don't know about that, but. Yeah, he's Batman. He might not have a bat lid. Maybe he's just got an apartment on like Fifth Avenue or something. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, either way, that's going to be good. And Blade, I'm sure they're going to do a good job with him. They have to do a good job with Blade because he's going to have his own film and yeah. that needs to be done right. So yeah, that's going to be good. And that, 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 that's also going to introduce vampires, you know, or vampire, vampire, like vamp, vampiric, is that the word? Vampiric creatures yeah yeah so whether they are full-on vampires or they have vampire tendencies and maybe they i don't know they uh, i don't know they maybe have to you know drink hemoglobin or blood or whatever it is to increase their strength or i don't know maybe it could be something a halfway house and maybe not full vampires but 
But yeah, either way, bring it on, bring it on. Yeah, because here's an interesting here's, here's an interesting thing that I found out about Moonlight as well when I was um, doing my research is that he he has like he's he's an interesting character because he kind of like um, displays like multiple personalities. Oh, so he, so I think casting um, Marshall Marshall Ali is that he was is that character is really good. Cause uh, he wasn't he in um, oh he was in he played Cottonmouth was it Cottonmouth in in Blade no in um oh uh, what was it yeah Blade no no sorry not Blade sorry uh Luke Cage Luke Cage that's it yes yeah yeah Blade <laughs> yeah Luke Cage <laughs> <laughs> yeah he was good at that as well yeah he was yeah. good I liked him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I think he's a good cast, good, mm. good choice there. Can't wait. Okay, and now some DC news. We've got to be fair now. Come on, can't be all Marvel. So the Rock, as in like, if you smell la 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 la, the Rock, the rock is cooking. cooking. <laughs> I used to love that in wrestling, you know. <laughs> but yeah, the Rock himself confirmed on his Instagram. He's got like sixteen million followers or. Or even more than that, I think. But uh, he confirmed on his Instagram that he is going to play Blackadder, which we knew. We knew he was going yeah. to do that. But furthermore, he confirmed that the date of release will be 22nd of December, 2021. 22nd of this 2021? Yeah, so Not we've got two years. Not even 2020? No, no, two years. If it was 2020, the film would have had to start like now because in a year's time, it needs to come out. Or filming would have to already be in action, but they're going to start filming next summer uh, or late summer, I believe. But yeah, I mean, DC have taken the time with this one. This was going to be initially, he was going to be, he actually was meant to be introduced in Shazam. Yeah. Because him and Shazam, their powers are intertwined. The, you know, the Rock of Destiny. Yeah, because in both the, of them. In the, um, in the, in the film, he there's that extra seat, that spare seat, and they said that exactly. Yeah, I remember. And even uh, Jumon Honsu's character when he when he was talking to Shazam, saying, "Back in the day, I once trusted somebody <laughs> with my powers." <laughs> he was talking about Black Adam. Yeah. <laughs> Jumon Honsu's actually here, by the way. That wasn't me. Thanks, Jumon, for that. You can go and make dinner now. Yeah, I'm hungry. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so yeah, so Black Adam he 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 stems back from like Egyptian kind of you know era. He was he was a slave and he rose up and wanted to free his people and you know shit happened to him that got him really angry and made him into a, a almost like a villain, but for the people, you feel what I mean. So he he, he means yeah, well, when, but he just doesn't doesn't ramp. He doesn't mess around. Yeah, when you say when when you mention you know Egypt and it and you know. Mm. Slave, slavery it sounds all biblical, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> he's going way back, but yeah, his character is like on par with like Shazam, on par with Superman. He is bad ass. He can fight. Trust me. So uh, when this when this comes out, yeah, I want to see this for sure. And We're the Rock is obviously hustle. the Rock doesn't need any pads in his suit. He is. He just Shazam. pulls it out. I mean, Black Adam. Yeah, he fills it out. <laughs> he is Black Adam. So, yeah, that's going to be good. Uh, and more DC news. So, obviously, you've seen the Joker, isn't it? 
I have, yes. Awesome yeah, what did you think of it again? Awesome you liked it, film. didn't you? Yeah, I you liked it. It was good. It's, it split some people. Some people really love it. Some people are like, mm, sort yeah, of things. So it does split the room, doesn't it? It does, it does. I mean, I, 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 uh, some people were like, oh, it's terrible. Like, I don't, they, they totally didn't get, get it. I think it was too complex, maybe, for them. Or it was just like too confusing. They don't, yeah, it was, it does split the room. I en- I enjoyed it. I loved it. I was, but maybe I'm just a twisted kind of guy. <laughs> well, you are a twisted kind of guy. We all know that. <laughs> we all know that. <laughs> but you're right. It was a good film. And uh, there was uh, obviously, you know, the film has now done over a billion dollars worldwide. Well, yeah, put that into, into perspective. Yeah. The film cost about 50 or $60 million to make. Yeah, because it was a, it was a bit of an experiment. It was very much a different film compared to the, you know, the DCEU sort of Batman versus Superman, Justice League. It was very, very uh, isolated from that. And it was a risk. It was a risk. So they they didn't want to throw too much money to it. But it's a risk that paid off. It paid off. Justice League, that took only 630 odd million worldwide. That costs so much more to make. I mean, I was that so film almost lost money. That is that is so surprising though, because yeah. that joke has done so much w- more better than DC. Yeah, you got yeah, the, yeah, you got the Justice League, mm. the League, exactly <laughs> the League, all of them. You know, <laughs> all the heavyweights that we wanted to see on the screen at the same time, all the heavyweights, and they couldn't do it. But it just goes to show that the audience want a good film. Yeah, doesn't matter if you throw all the heavyweights at it or put one crazy nutter in it. If it's a good film, people will come. Yeah. Word of mouth will spread. Ticket sales will happen. Box office receipts don't lie. And so I think- over a billion dollars. It now has become the most profitable comic book movie of all time. So, Deval, do you think you'll be, they, if they did that with each of the each of the Justice League characters? Mm. They would like DC would you know would um, have a better footing or be you know moving up in yeah. competition yes. with Marvel. I think yes, yes and no because I mean the, the, the so-called DC Black Label are said to want, want to recreate this with the DC villains. So not the good guys, but mm. like the Penguins, the the uh, obviously Joker's been done, the sort of Catwomen's the. Uh, who else is there? The you know who I want to see? And Baines and stuff like that. So who, who do you want to see? Clayface. Poison Ivy. Clayface. Oh, Clayface. Mm. Clayface, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Interesting. I don't think I don't think he's I don't think he's like he's always sort of like the um the extra. Okay. You know, the you know, the sort of like extra band member in a mm. in a, in a group. <laughs> but I think he's not giving enough credit. I think oh. I think there's there's a lot more that could be done, and I think probably if they put him, the character, or the right director behind it, I reckon Clayface would be would be a good a good one. Well, you've just spoken into the universe, so yeah, that drop <laughs> right, <laughs> let that drop on the right mind. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so I mean, there's there's talk of the Joker two happening, but Todd Phillips uh, has now actually said he's open to it. But he's saying that it has to be a similar, like, there has to be a similar type of emphasis on the character's, you know, flaws and 
you know, so he's open to doing it, but I, yeah. I don't think he should do it because it just won't be the same. I don't think he should because... I don't I think, think he should. But money think, talks, man. Of course, of course. Money talks. <laughs> and a bit of a billion dollars, the studio wants more. And if they throw... If they say to Todd Phillips, we'll give you, you know, we'll give you $25 million to do this film. I mean, boy, you know, that's his pension sorted, you know? But can can look you after his family, everything. Pressure? That's a lot of yeah. pressure. Though. It's a lot of pressure, but it's like sometimes money talks in a way where you just take it and shut up. <laughs> because, <laughs> like, he's, he's done something great now for the first one. That's yeah. his legacy. Yeah. Now, yes, the second one might not be as good and it may ruin his legacy, but when he's on a beach sipping pina coladas and Bora Bora and he knows he's got <laughs> five houses that are making him residual income and his kids' future's all set, you know, that legacy doesn't really hurt too much. So, yeah, you know, it's perspective, but I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what happens anyway. Uh, who, would you, who would you see as um, if they were to do do it with a, one of the villain villains? I, I do you know what I've I reckon uh I mentioned it last, but I think uh, a female one, Poison Ivy or maybe Catwoman. Yeah. You know? Poison Ivy, it could be something of the modern nature, like, you know, about uh you know, the, the environment and, you know, poisons and, you know, people, chemicals and you know, maybe yeah, she should be a yeah. doctor or something like that, or something a bit less in your face, but it can be something that can be, you know, depicted as something to do with modern times and how we how we live our lives and stuff like that. So, I don't I know. The poison, Some... I think the Poison Ivy would be a good one, especially mm. especially a lot of that is in the news as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But, you know, we ain't got the powers here. We just want what we want. Yeah. Uh, okay, more, more, more DC news. So Robert, Robert Pattinson, obviously we know he's going to be the Batman. Yeah, uh, he's currently learning jiu-jitsu. Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Brazil. Yeah, Brazil. <laughs> Brazil jiu-jitsu. <laughs> so yeah, so he needs to get his ass in gear because the filming's going to start for that like real soon. The release date for this is 2021. You know, 2021 is going to be a crazy year. There's so much coming out in 2021. Literally so much coming out. Uh, I say I'll save it for another show, but another show I'll I'll reel out what's coming out in 2021. You can't, you you won't believe it, honestly. It's a lot. So, yes, in this film we know now that Andy Serkis is going to be uh, what's his name, Alfred. We know now that uh, Colin Farrell is going to be uh, the Penguin, I believe. Uh, the Riddler is going to be played by another guy whose name I've forgotten. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be a decent film, hopefully. And this Batman's going to be more of a detective, more intelligent, and uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I've, I've, have you um, seen any of the designs on the costume for Batman? I haven't yet. Have you seen any? I've seen. I've, I've heard descriptions of what it's what um, what it's going to go back to because um, <clears throat> the one for Ben Affleck. The uh, a lot of a lot of fans didn't you know didn't um, didn't like it. They oh, thought it was okay. Too, yeah, it was too it was too much like a he was encased in cement. I think one of the, the oh he's too stiff. Yeah, but he was fighting with the big boys, man. He needed more than cement. He needed, <laughs> he needed, he needed to be like not feel a thing, you know. <laughs> he's fighting some crazy creatures. Like he can't be walking around with fat and fabric. What do they exactly. expect? <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> 
Flipping <laughs> Give this guy a chance, think, man. I don't even think he was enough when he was in the iron suit against. Exactly. Him. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Shit. He's fighting like what's his name, uh, Steppenwolf, and all these crazy creatures. He needs a thick suit. Yeah. <laughs> but I've heard that they're going to go back to you know mm. a, a lot of the you know sort of like sharper features. Oh, okay. Um, okay. And the narrow, the narrow eye eye slot, narrow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So. Okay. We're, cool. We're going to see right. a lot more abs. Um, yeah. And a lot more, yeah. Sharp, a sharp looking suit. Okay. Cool. Man's got a new tailor. Nice one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, more news. Uh, Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. So we've been, we've been mentioning this for a while now. Mortal Kombat. The movie's coming out. Uh, that's going to be in 2021, I believe, as well. Wow. Uh, yeah, I think early 2021 it's going to be released. And, uh, we've yeah, so far we've mentioned a few characters like Liu Kang, Shang Tsung, uh, Sub-Zero. Uh, there's a, a, all, of, all, the, all the characters that you like are going to be in this film. I think it was, uh, was it, not Sam Worthington. What's his name? The guy that was in uh, that film with Will Smith. Uh well, his name now. Yeah, in that, in that film with Will Smith where he was an alien and uh, Joel Kinnaman, that's it. Joel Kinnaman is meant to be in uh, in Mortal Kombat. He's meant to be playing uh, the guy with the red eye. What's his name? Jax? Not Jax. Jax. It is Jax. Guy with, is it Jax? I thought Jax was the black guy. But then he, I thought, oh. But anyway, he's playing somebody with, with, with a red eye. If you guys know who that is, let us know because... Uh, I forgot, <laughs> but yeah, but basically, <laughs> but yeah, there's a, <laughs> there's all kinds of characters in this film, but yeah, a new character has been added to the roster, uh, a vampire type character called Natawa, and she's been, yeah, she's been present in sort of the latter Mortal Kombat films. She's sleek, she's sexy, she's a sort of vampire, vamp- vampiric, second time today I've said that now, a vampiric creature who can do some killer moves. What, was her, like what, was, her, what was her finishing move? Do you remember? Oh, I think she just wraps her legs around your neck and says, like, you know. You would remember that one, wouldn't you? Yeah, I'm making it up. I don't know what her finishing move is. <laughs> I wish it was. <laughs> I think there's a I think there's a pattern here from Black Widow. <laughs> yeah. That's my that's my move. Trust me, if I could if I could choose a way to go, that'd be it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so the Mortal Kombat movie is coming along basically, is what we're trying to say. So yeah, look out for that one. We'll give you more news as and when we get it. And that is that. Yeah, the last so- bit of news. Oh, sorry, what was that? No, no, you, you finished. Go on. Oh, I was say the last bit of news. Uh, did you watch uh, the TV show that came out? It's come out twice now. There's been two of them made by the same makers. And the first one was about the, uh, the what's his name? Uh, OJ o- Simpson case. No. It was OJ Simpson case. It was called OJ Simpson, a true American crime story or an American crime story. The second one that came out was uh, Versace, an American crime story. So basically the first one had Cuba Gooding Jr. playing OJ Simpson. It recreated the uh, the trial sort of situation, obviously the murders and all that. Uh, Cuba, Cuba Gooding Jr. was in that. I think John Travolta might have been in that. Is this, on a, ne- uh, is this a Netflix production? I think it's not Netflix. It's not a Netflix production, but it's on Netflix now. I think. Okay. Uh, also, uh, Ross from Friends, David Schwimmer, <laughs> was in it as well. He played uh, the Kardashians' dad. Oh, okay. Yeah, he played the Kardashian, and then the second season was about the 
uh, the Versace murder. That was really good as well. They're both really good, you know. They were both really good series. Uh, Ricky Martin was in, was in the second one. Penelope Cruz was in the second one. So how, uh, how many have they done? Just, just they've done two so far. They, they're kind of like an eight-episode sort of series each. Right, so not too okay. long. And the third one, uh, which I'm coming to coming to now, is going to be about Bill Clinton. It's going to be called Impeachment, <laughs> an American tri- crime story. And it tells the story of Bill Clinton, the Monica Lewinsky trial, uh, sort of scandal, and everything that happened around oh, that. wait. Is this the one where it has Monica, uh, Monica Lewinsky? She's directing. Or she's I think watching. she's... She's, she's got like a, produ- a producing role or something in yes, it. Yes. Yeah, to make it authentic. But yeah, she's going to be involved in it. But yeah, this is coming out. Uh, this is happening. Yeah. And Clive Owen, uh, British, isn't he? Uh, Clive Owen, who was in like Children of Men and stuff like that. He's going to be playing Bill Clinton. Oh, wow. So this should be all right. I mean, from the first two, if you haven't seen them, they actually are decent. They're entertaining and they are decent. Yeah, I can imagine Clive Owen with, you know, with a uh, white, greyish hair. Yeah. yeah. I did not have <laughs> sexual... <laughs> I don't know how the line I goes. I did not have sexual relationships. Relations with that woman. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but did you fuck her? With, with yes, I did. <laughs> you know? <laughs> sexual relations in a dictionary. What does that mean? <laughs> you know? Did you fuck her? Yes, I did. Because I heard he, he also likes uh, playing with cigars as well. Like, having... <laughs> what, putting cigars in places where the sun don't shine? Yes. Are you serious? Oh my gosh, this guy, you know, Bill Clinton, flipping <laughs> it. Bill Clinton. Oh my gosh. Man, that guy. But yeah, so, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, that's the news, guys. Uh, hope you enjoyed okay. it. <laughs> now we're going to the box office top 10. We'll do top five because top 10 takes too long. <laughs> so, what do so we we'll have? At yeah, we'll, we'll, whiz, we'll whiz through this. So we'll go from f- five to one. Five, okay. Uh, five is uh, what you are, basically, a good liar. And uh, <laughs> the go- A Good Liar is a film that stars uh, Ian McKellen, who's uh, Gandalf. You shall not pass. And uh, who else does it star? Is it Meryl, not Meryl Streep? What's her name? Not Meryl Streep. What's her name? What's her name? Oh, her name eludes me. Doesn't matter. Her name isn't important at the moment, but a really good... Uh, it doesn't matter uh, what your name is. <laughs> you see, look, Emmanuel already has acclimatised to the show. <laughs> he knows what is needed. <laughs> he knows what's required. Yeah, it's... Uh, sorry, I should, I should have got this, but it's, it's uh, Helen Mirren. Yeah, she's a gangstress of an actor. Yeah, so Ian McKellen, Helen Mirren, and Ian McKellen is a is a good liar. He's like he's a bit of a playboy in his old age, and I think he's lying to get into Helen Mirren's uh, ninety. So he does that, and the film's meant to be quite good. I've not seen it, but give it a go. And number four, we've got Adam's Family. We spoke about this last week. Adam, Adam's Family, eight million overall in the UK. He's done one million this week. And you know the Adams Family. It's an it's an animation version, and that's that. Yeah, I didn't. Um, I didn't even know yeah. about Adams Family before Halloween. It just all of a sudden appeared. Yeah, it's like no advertisements, nothing. Just came out. <laughs> no warning. Uh, Maleficent, Ma- Maleficent, uh, Mistress of Evil, Angelina Jolie reprises her role, and uh, yes, this film's going to make money because people love it. Thirteen million so far in the UK. One million for the week. 
second, the Aeronauts. Who? The, oh yeah, the Aeronauts. That's a. Uh, this is a new entry actually, but the, this has got the the guy from. Uh, what's his name? He's a posh actor, posh boy. They're both posh people, actually. Uh, Felicity, Felicity Jones. Yeah, po- uh, British. Felicity Jones and the one that played uh, Stephen Hawking. What's his name again? Eddie Redmayne. Eddie Redmayne. Yeah, Eddie Redmayne, Felicity Jones. They both play these people that want to fly in uh, like a, like a, like a, what's those big balloons in the air where you sit in a Blink? basket? No, yeah. no. Hot air balloon. Hot air yeah, balloon. That, that sort of thing. Yeah, hot air balloon. This is from back in the day, this film is. So they want to go and fly high together and probably just, you know, kiss and, and bang while, they are, while they're up in the sky. <laughs> I don't know. So it's, it's romantic, isn't it? You know, Mile High Club. Maybe is they were like the first a, people. Around the World in 80 Days sort of film? or Kind of, yeah. It gives you that impression. But they sort of want to break records and, you know, do things that people didn't really do back in the day and fly high together and all that kind of shit, you know. <laughs> well, speaking very posh. And gently caressing each other's genitals in the air I while they're in the cloud. Never flown by a hot air balloon. No, no, no. <laughs> we just speak. Okay? We don't fly it. <laughs> and uh, number one is Joker. Fifty-four million in the UK alone. So the, uh, the, the UK receipts have paid for the movie. That's gangster. Uh, and that will be in, that will be number one for I think a little while longer. Probably another yeah. two weeks. I think. You reckon? And I think so. Another two weeks. It'll be number one. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's the top five guys. And uh, next, 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 we have this week. What's out on digital? I guess digital download and Blu-ray or DVD if you're old school. Uh, we've got uh, Disney's The Lion King. Uh, did, did you see The Lion King? I didn't. I I've only seen the original. Yeah, keep it that way. The new one wasn't <laughs> all that. I, to be honest, it was, it was okay, but it wasn't all that. Yeah, I, I heard too many um, too many uh, people that had gone and seen it and said that it's exactly the same as the animated, except that yeah. you don't see the mouths move on the yeah. characters, yeah. which makes it kind of like you're watching a David Attenborough show, but yeah, <laughs> with a storyline. Yeah, well, you're watching a bunch of Banes from uh, Batman, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> A bunch of Banes just chatting, no mouth moves. But yeah, the, the facial expressions and stuff were a bit void because they were actual animals. The graphics were good, don't get me wrong, but yeah. it was kind of, yeah, I, I didn't really feel it. I preferred Aladdin, actually. Aladdin, the, the remake was better for oh, me. Oh, the Aladdin, I went and saw yeah. that one. That one, that one I found was that interesting. Yeah. yeah, that was cool. That was all right. That and was again, cool. that was another movie that um, the that got slated when uh, they showed what um, Will Smith, Will Smith was going to look yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. But he wasn't all the way blue all the time, so I guess it was no 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 hassle really. Yeah, I think that was, but I think that was one of the changes that they made, wasn't it? That they, was he supposed that, to be blue all the time? I thought he was supposed to be blue to, all oh, the okay, way through. Okay. Wrong film, mate. James Cameron Avatar. So. Uh, <laughs> Annabelle Comes Home is the next one. Uh, this is horror. This is to do with the sort of, ins- uh, not the, not the I know, James Wan. Uh, this is Blumhouse Productions. This is the Annabelle sort of universe, uh, the nun, all that kind of stuff. So did you watch Annabelle Comes Home? Annabelle, is this the one with the, is, this isn't the doll. one with the doll, the possessed doll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I watched that one. Yeah, it's, it's quite decent. I think also Annabelle Creations, the second one, that's decent too, actually. I haven't seen the uh, second one. Second one's not bad, you know. Quite a decent film. So yeah, it's worth watching. That there's, 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 there's three now. This is a trilogy. So there's Annabelle, Annabelle, Annabelle Creations, and Annabelle Comes Home. So all decent films, actually. Good, de- good, decent horror films. 
Uh, and then the third film is A Current War. A Current War is, uh, I went to the cinema for this one, and it's uh, a film depicting the old school battle of energy with like Thomas Edison. Uh, yeah, another guy called Westboro, I think his name is, played by oh, John yeah. Shannon. And uh, what's his name? Doctor Strange is in it as well. Uh, Come the back. Isn't there a lot of um, a lot of the uh, Avengers cast? Um, yeah, yeah. Cast so basically, it's, it's all Marvel. So you got <laughs> uh, Tom Hart, Tom, sorry, Tom Holland is in it as well. So Spider Man's in it. Doctor Strange is in it. Uh, Come the back. You got Beast. Uh, Nicholas Holt is in it, and then you got uh, Superman. <laughs> you got, uh, not Superman. Sorry, General Zod is in it. Uh, uh, Shannon. So yeah, Michael Shannon. So yeah, it's a decent film actually. I, I kind of liked it. It was old school. It, sort of, it showed about the wars of trying to be the first to create this electricity or provide this electricity to this region and stuff like that. And right. it showed like you know the old school heavyweight companies like uh, J.P. Morgan investing in certain things and how it all came about. So it was quite an interesting, quite an interesting film. Quite interesting. Okay. Yeah. So that's that. So next now we've got what's new on on streaming? What's out on trailers? Well, we are about to tell you. So Six Underground, have you heard of this one? Uh, what? Six Underground? Yeah, Six Underground. No. Six Underground is a Ryan Reynolds movie. I saw the trailer and actually, do you know what? I was actually quite surprised. I was pleasantly surprised. So uh, Six Underground is going to be on Netflix, by the way, on the 10th of December, I think it is. And it's a film about Ryan Reynolds is, do you know what? Ryan Reynolds is just Ryan Reynolds, playing Ryan Reynolds. It's like, every time I see him in a film now, it's just like Deadpool with no mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so he's just, you know, he's just loud-mouthed and doesn't shut up and all <laughs> funny and stuff like that. But this is a film, it's an action film, and it stars uh, Ryan Reynolds among, what's the other name? Uh, <coughs> other name delude me, but... Audrey, um, uh, uh, Jonah? Is that how you pronounce her name? Uh, if that's how you're pronouncing it, then yeah, I'll ben, take it. Ben, 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 uh, ben Hardy. <laughs> yeah, Ben Hardy. Do you know what? He was in EastEnders. He Ooh. was, uh, what's his name? Ian Ian Beals. You know, he's his son. His son. Yeah, that's him. Is this his first uh, like movie? No, he was in uh, X-Men Apocalypse. <laughs> he was also in uh, in Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay. He's also been in, he's been in a few films. So when he left EastEnders to yeah. go to New Zealand, <laughs> he's in New Zealand. <laughs> uh, he went off to Hollywood basically to go try acting. And actually, you know, he's done really well. Yeah. That's the yeah. first first thing he showed up in was X Men, and then bit by bit he showed up in other films. Bohemian Rhapsody was a big film, and now he's in this. He's part of the six. Well, so basically, so in X Men, that's a that's a pretty that's big. big yeah, that's yeah. Big... I think that one there, he he probably took like a pay cut just to just to you know just he was Archangel, the blonde. Uh, blonde. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Who's Archangel? Yes, yes, that yes. That's the um, billionaire's son who. Yeah, 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 yeah. So his his role wasn't big, but he still was. You know, he's an X Men. You know, that's big. You know. Yeah. Uh, so in this film, he's part of the six, and they're like a sick. They're like an elite force of mercenaries that basically are meant to be dead already. So when they go out and do their crimes, they go out, not crimes, sorry. When they go out and do their hits that are, you know, the government have given them this list of so this people is like that an, they need to go. Mission Impossible. Or... Yeah, so, but they're meant to be already dead. So they've got no record. So basically the government can send them out to take people out. And it's like, almost like they're ghosts. They the didn't do it because they... sponged. 
aging. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That was the first time I've heard that word. I was like, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> you got to say that again, man. You got <laughs> Your records have been a sponged agent. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh do you know what this is a challenge here for everyone listening including you and me yeah? <laughs> in the next week we need to figure out a, a way in which we can get that line into life <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah something has been expunged yeah whether it's records or something yeah you've got to figure out a way to say it in life and when you say it let us know <laughs> <laughs> and you got to say it in the accent as well in that voice <laughs> But yeah, so yeah, the records have been expunged and they go out, you know, taking out these governmental threats and it's just a roller coaster ride of madness. Yeah, because Frank, so. Frank, uh, Dave Franco is in this as well. Uh, who's that again? Is that uh, James Franco's brother? Jeez, oh, like... Must yeah, be. Yeah, I think so. Just say yeah. Just say yeah, yeah it's yeah, all right. Yeah, they don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're the expert here, so it's yeah, cool, James, yeah. Uh, 21 Jump Street. <laughs> Yeah, okay, it must be him, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, cool. Uh, next one we got on Netflix, The Crown. That's out now, actually. The Crown, season three. Uh, first two seasons, uh, Claire Foy played Elizabeth. The Crown and the not second. The Crown in. Uh, no, The Crown. I heard you. Oh, <laughs> yeah, The Crown on Netflix. Trying to throw me off. But yeah, so the third season now has... Uh, uh, what's her name? Shit, her name eludes me now. It has uh, basically Elizabeth is being played by a different actress, and this is the first time it's happened. Usually, it's always played by the same person, Claire Foy. Oh, what happened to the the yeah Claire Foy uh, plays Queen Elizabeth, right? Yeah, yeah. But now this in season three, it's going to be played by Olivia Coleman. Uh, Olivia Coleman, yeah. Okay. So a change of scenery. And uh, we, I guess, yeah, change the look. Uh, she's a great actress. Not Oscar. She won an Oscar, didn't she? Yeah, she won an Oscar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She won an Oscar. She did. Uh, so yeah, she's great. So it should be good. So why do you think they? Why do you think they've they've changed the character? Well, probably Claire Foy was. You know, she wants to go and do new stuff. She doesn't want to do be tied down to doing a C a C a series all the time. You know. Right. Okay. These people, you know, they've got no loyalties. They want to be tied down and make all this money. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> she wants to be free. You know? Yeah. So, uh, so maybe that's why. Yeah, I don't know. And then this but, thing uh, yeah. will blow up and then she'll be, probably be regretting it. But... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, the next season we're going to talk about is called... And, and you know what? I've not, I've not seen this, but I heard it's good, you know? His Dark Materials. It's a weird name. I don't know what that means, but... His Dark Materials is on uh, BBC. I've only ever heard that one person say that when they did a number two. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that is some dark material, man. <laughs> Shit. And uh, yeah, His Dark Materials is on BBC and in America it's on HBO. Good cast, actually. Daphne Keane, she played uh, uh, basically, she, played, she was in Logan. She played X23. Oh, the little X-23. girl, the little girl, sort of Wolverine version, X-23. yeah. I didn't know she's actually, uh, she, well, she's a British-Spanish actress. I didn't know that, you know. What do you mean she's a British-Spanish, she's Spanish-speaking or she... Well, I don't know if she's Spanish-speaking, but she's, she's I guess she's half British, half Spanish, but she was born in Madrid and mm. uh, I think grew up in Britain. But yeah, I didn't know that. I thought she was like, I thought she was proper American. 
But, you know, these act- these actors and actresses, they can fool anyone. Uh, also stars James McAvoy, Professor X. There's an X-Men connection there. Yeah. Ruth Wilson, who was in, uh, she was in, uh, what's his name? Idris Elba's show. Idris Elba's? No, Idris Elba's show that came on, uh, on TV. He was a policeman. Oh, oh. Oh. <laughs> I know the that I know of it. Is just there. The fun of it. Lufa, 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 Lufa. Yeah, Lufa. So she was good in it. She stars in that. Also got James Cosmo, who was the Lord Commander. The Lord Commander of the Night's Watch. He's, uh, yeah, so he's in that as well. And it's got Lin-Manuel Lin- um, Miranda. I don't know who that is. He's like an American composer and oh, is singer. It? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Okay, and nice producer. one. So he's multi-talented. Mm, there you go. But yeah, this show, is everyone's talking about it. I've never seen it. It's like, it says it's about a young orphan who is from an alternative world and uh, she stays in Oxford on a quest to find her missing friend. An alternative uh, and- world? Yeah, she's from an alternative world, so mm. I don't know what that means, but yeah, it's, it's meant to be quite good. I might, I might have to give it a go, you know. So I might like, have to give it a go. When it's like the the title, his dark material, is this to do with like wormholes or anything like that? Maybe I don't know. I don't know. You know, I really can't answer that. I can't answer. <laughs> I can't answer that. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to watch it and then report back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what's out on uh, streaming, people. So now we have Anniversary Corner. So we've got uh, five films here from, from uh, 10 years to 30 years. Uh, we'll start with 2009. And what is the first one? Mr. Emmanuel. Black Dynamite. Yep, that's what they call you, don't they? <laughs> that's what they call you. <laughs> Mr. Black Dynamite. <laughs> yeah. Now this film here, do you know what? This film was recommended to me from my uh, in my old workplace by a white dude. And he said to me, <laughs> he saw me and said to me, you will like Black Dynamite. <laughs> how, did he, how did he know? But yeah, he recommended it to me. And you know what? I watched it and I was like, oh my gosh, this film is so funny. Uh, I know you, you've Michael seen it, haven't you? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's gangster. He is like a, he's old school gangster. He is, he's, he's like an old, he's like, he's like, well, he's like, me, yeah, he's 50 odd, but he's like a, he's young as well. He can fight. 50? Yeah, Michael J. White's not young. He's like, how old is he? Let me see. Michael J. White is yeah. 52 years old. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but he looks younger and he, he can fight like a Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Crazy. But obviously this film was made this film was made two years, ten years ago when he was forty. But still, yeah, so what's it about? Uh, let the people know. Yeah, uh, it's roughly, roughly, I mean, you know. Roughly, okay. So basically Black Dynamite. How do I describe this, man? I guess I've seen it. It's such a funny film. Mm. It is such a funny film. It's um, it's a cop. It's a black cop whose brother, um, whose brother basically (laughs) meets his demise. Yeah, and then his brother has to basically find out who killed, who killed his brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the whole, uh, I think it's like a, it links onto obviously Dolomite that we're going to talk about later, but it's kind of like the, the black exploitation era, isn't it? Yes, yeah. And uh, 
like if anyone's seen the black exploitation films back in the day, you know, uh, Foxy Brown and, and, uh, oh my gosh, uh, what's the other, what's the other film that the guy, oh, what's the other film with the guy? Oh shit. That's going to, it's going to bug me now, but I'll mention it later. But yeah, all the black exploitation films from back in the day, uh, when, you know, the brother is like the, the star, he, he hunts down someone that's done something wrong to him. Shaft, that's it. Like, you know, Shaft and those yeah, sorts of films. Yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah. So this is like a... And they're always this going t- against the man. Exactly, exactly. And this film knows what it is and takes the piss out of itself. And because of that, it makes it even more funny because they, they, they're they almost conscious. The, the filmmakers are conscious and, you know, everything's done on... Everything's dialed up to 11. So <laughs> it's just crazy. It's crazy. But yeah, it's a funny film. I really liked it. Yeah. Uh, Michael J. White's in it. Arsenio Hall's in it. Brian McKnight, do I ever cross your mind? <laughs> He's in it. Because <laughs> have you seen and, Have you seen um, the Last Dragon? Uh, ages ago, I think. Yeah, yeah. That's that's and that was uh, I played. Oh, that the one where the guy catches the bullet in his mouth. Yeah, and he's oh, he's oh my gosh, to, um, Bruce Lee. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Is his name Jason or something. Yeah. yeah. Oh my. <laughs> Gosh, the last dragon. I remember that. I only remember that one bit from the film where he catches the bullet <laughs> in his mouth. That's it. <laughs> yeah. It's got a lot of the, in the actual film, it's got a lot of the actors that were around back in the day. So it kind of pays respects to those guys as well. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a, it's a, cool, it's a cool film. It's worth watching. It's funny and don't take it too serious. It doesn't Kim, take you seriously. Kim Whitley made me laugh. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. so yeah. funny. Yeah. She's a comedian, I think, in America. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, give it a go, guys. Black Dynamite, 10 years old. Next film we've got on the list is White Chicks. Oh, my gosh. Have you seen White Chicks? I have seen this. I have seen, no, I've seen it. I've never actually seen the whole film. Have you I've not? Ever... Nah. But have, ever... have, you seen, have you seen the the signature um, scene where He's... they're in the car? He's singing? Yes. What's that? He's singing a song to, uh, what's her name? Uh, 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 yeah, I can't remember the song. I can't remember the song. Yeah. Yeah. Every time I go, people point to me and go, "Terry, you're the guy from Rockets." Yeah. Yeah. They point to me and say, "You're No, I'm not. But yeah, White Chicks, great film. I mean, Marlon Wayans, Sean Wayans, Terry Crews is the muscle the funny guy, muscle guy. And they obviously play... Uh, undercover they, cops. Yeah, undercover cops, but they play white undercover girls. Uh, and it just goes crazy. It just goes crazy from there. But you know what? Saying that, this was made in 2004, 15 years ago. I know, I know, I know things that race relations, I don't know, it's, things are different, black and white, white and black. But this film could never work the way around, could it? <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> but then you know, people that are all for equality will say how come black guys can do it why can they go white face yeah <laughs> <laughs> so I wonder if this film could ever work now I don't think so I don't think so <laughs> white chicks too because there's talk of a white chicks too you know there's I been think, talk for I a while I think it could though I think, I think reckon? Funny, yeah I think funny enough it could Okay. I think we. I think because we've seen we've seen white chicks one mm. already, so it's it's opened the door and it's just basically having the number two is just like a follow on. 
but I think they'll probably dial it down a little bit. Mm, okay. Well, let's see if it happens because they've been talking about it for a long time. So let's see if it gets the green light. Yeah. So that's 2004, White Chicks. Now we've got 20 years ago, 1999. We've got Life. What's Tell, tell us about Life. Cause... Yeah, Life uh, is a... Oh my gosh. Life is a prison film. So basically... Uh, oh, is this with Eddie Murphy? Eddie Murphy, yeah. Sorry, Eddie Murphy. He's got... Uh, what's his name? Uh, Martin oh, Lawrence, Lawrence, Bernie Mac. Uh, uh, it's got... Uh, Whitaker, uh, what's his name? Forrest Whitaker. Whitaker no, yeah. Ken Whitaker. Um, Ken Whitaker Ken, Ken is Forrest. That's Forrest Whitaker's brother. He looks just like Forrest Whitaker. He Fucking does. Heck. Are they twins? They're not twins. Is are this? They? I don't. Are they, are they? Oh my gosh! Yeah, he looks just like him. Flipping heck! Wow, that's crazy. Wow, I thought I thought it was the same person. But yeah, it's got Ken Whitaker. <laughs> no, oh my I gosh. They do look... That's mad. Yeah, that's same. mad. That's mad. He could be his stunt double. Uh, he, looks like, he looks just like... He looks just like for... Yeah. Uh, like, I, think, I think they're playing tricks for us there. That must be him. They just, they just put his photo there. That must be him. Sanea Lathan. Oh my gosh. Sanea Lathan's in it. She's been around for a while. She was in the first uh, Alien versus Predator, wasn't she? Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is a funny film. Yeah, so basically, uh, Eddie Murphy, Martin Lawrence, uh, they're in prison. Uh, and yeah, it's funny. <laughs> That's the premise. <laughs> you know what? I'll be honest, I haven't seen it. So I'm, I'm kind of blagging my way through it. But <laughs> they're accused of murder. They didn't do it. They get put in prison. And it's just funny from there, basically. You know That's what? All you- when when storylines are like that, it, they always they're always funny because yeah. have you seen um uh why is it escape me now no not, not, no not Shawshank it's not Shawshank it's not Shawshank um stir crazy no I haven't seen that you haven't seen that oh that is that no. is such a, that is such a good funny film it's got um uh it's got the two actors from see no evil hear no evil. What, Richard Pryor and... Yeah, uh, Richard Pryor and... What's his name? Billy, Billy something or... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They both, they both go to prison. Um, basically, like, they um, they are mistaken criminals and they go to... Oh. They get taken to prison and they, you know, they're trying to escape or, like, prove yeah. their innocence. It is so Gene funny. Wilder, that's it. Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder, yeah, that's it. It is Ooh. so funny. It is so funny. Okay, and I'm gonna check that out. I'm actually gonna be talking about that film in a, in a second, so funny you mention it. <laughs> but next, uh, 1994, 25 years, a low down doily shame. A low down doily. Have you seen this what film? Is, no, I haven't seen this one. A low, I'm surprised because you're a bit of a low down dirty shame, so I thought you would have seen it. <laughs> maybe you actually do Maybe you was, was man. Maybe you was in the film. <laughs> What is the film about? Yeah, it's, it's a comedy film, and this one is a bit like the uh, sort of black 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 exploitation. I don't know if I, I don't know if I can call it full on black exploitation, but yeah, it stars uh, Keenan Ivory. Oh, sorry, it's yeah, it stars and it's directed by Keenan Ivory Waynes. Uh, Jada Pinkett's in it. Uh, who else is in it? 
You know, I'm just going to see it just because it's got Jada Pinkett in there. You like her, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Jada Pinkett Smith, might I add. So her husband <laughs> won't be happy about that. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, a detective leaves the police force and he fails to solve a case. There's one case that he didn't actually get to solve. So years later, when the case is reopened, he tries to sort of deal with the case and solve it. And but it's, it's got, a comedy. It's got the Wayne sister as well in there. Kim Wayne. Oh, is she in it as well? Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Well. Yeah, she's funny as well. There's so many Waynes, so many, many Waynes. There's so many of them. I don't even know. Do you know how many there are? Well, it's about, I think it's about five in it or six. Was it more? Well, and I think got... Kim, that makes it six. To, in, six, In my okay. mind, like, I can't remember how many there are. Yeah, but this film, yeah, this film, is. I've seen it once ages ago. And it did the comedy of it as well. Uh, don't be a no. I think that's that's a, that's a different film I'm thinking of. But yeah, you thinking of Lowdown, Lowdown, Menace, yeah, I'm getting mixed up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that, that one has up. like two different titles. I think. Don't, yeah, don't be a men- menace in society while drinking juice in the hood was. Like, yeah, that's a long <laughs> title, man. Shit, <laughs> how, did you, how did you remember that? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> and in, in this film, yeah, Keenan Ivory Wayne's his name is Andre Shame. So that's what that's what the title is, a low down, oh, dirty shame. Because okay. he's he's left the police force, but he's now trying to solve a case, not on the force. Right. So he's been a low down, dirty shame. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's that one. So now the film that you mentioned earlier on, eight, 1989, 30 years, see no evil, hear no evil. This is so funny. Yeah, this film I saw when I was I saw, I saw when I was young, and this is uh, like you know, this is Richard Pryor at his at his heights. This is Gene Wilder. This is two, and also Kevin Spacey's in the film as well. Yeah, Kevin Spacey's in it. Yeah, you can. but uh, yeah, because Richard Pryor, blind man looking for a job. Gene Wilder, deaf, deaf. <laughs> and they get together. And do you know what? It's just mad. A murder <laughs> occurs uh, near near their near their vicinity, and uh, I think are they. Are they accused of it? I think they're trying to. They're, um, they, they tried to figure out who. who <laughs> they tried to figure out who is a blind yeah, person, deaf person, aren't they? I think they're. Oh witnesses. yes, that's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's because one of them can see and the other one. Can yes. See. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> that's a good premise, you know. I can see that being remade. You know, I can see that being remade <laughs> with Kevin Hart I, I, and uh, and I don't know who else. But yeah, that can be remade, you know. See no, <laughs> see no evil, hear no evil. <laughs> and the title's perfect as well. It is. But yeah, Richard Pryor, he was good, man, because he was blind and he was just like doing stupid stuff, walking into stuff. Yeah. And then the other guy is trying to like, sort of lead him. And, and it was oh, when, they were, like, when they were like having to run away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one can see, the other one can hear. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Great film, great film. But yeah, so that's, that's our anniversary corner list. Hope you enjoyed it. Now we're going to go on to the main film review. So this week, our main feature is a Netflix film. And it what's is his called, name? <laughs> what's his name? <laughs> Dolomite is my name. <laughs> so yeah, so I saw this film uh, on Netflix uh, probably about a couple of weeks ago, I think it was. And I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, I know you've seen it as well, haven't you? Yeah, I have seen it. I've seen it. As yeah, well. and 
obviously this film, let's just go for the let's go for the sort of uh, the it's the cast. You got Eddie Murphy, Wesley Snipes. You got Ke- Keegan Michael Key from Key and Peele. Craig Robinson been in lots of comedy films, The Hot Tub Time Machine. You got Mike Epps, he's a comedian. Uh, you got Titus Burgess. You got Devine, Joy Randolph, among others. And the great cast, uh, Snoop Dogg's in it as well. Chris Rock shows up. Ti's in it. Oh shit! Yeah, there's a them. lot of names that appear in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even even the Cody Smith McPhee, McPhee. He's the sort of the student director. He played uh, uh, what's his name? The the vanishing blue devil thing in X Men. Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler. Yeah, he's 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 the current Nightcrawler. Oh, is he? Yeah, that's him. Oh, That's him. He's the current Nightcrawler. Yeah, yeah. I didn't recognise him <laughs> without yeah. the movie. <laughs> yeah, it's his, his face is... Yeah, I recognise him, his face and his name as well. But yeah, he's the current Nightcrawler. But yeah, so Eddie Murphy, Wesley Snipes are the main sort of people. Eddie Murphy plays uh, Rudy Ray Moore, who's real life, uh, a real-life actor from back in the day who became Dolomite. Yeah, I didn't realise uh, this was like sort of like based on a true... Yeah, me too. I just... I, I watched it and I was just like... It was just so funny. It was, it was you know, Ed, um, Eddie Murphy playing this, uh, what is it? This he's, He wants to get famous. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Uh, he's working in a record store trying to, I think his early, his early attempts was like releasing a record and it didn't do so well. And then Snoop Dogg, what is it? He's the DJ in the record store. Yeah. 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 It's funny. Yeah. So it's, it, it kind of tells the story of someone who's trying, trying to struggle to make it. The thing about him, though, he's really enthusiastic. It's like his energy, his drive, and his passion. You cannot like you can't fault him on that. Yeah, you can't. If anything, he's, he's too much. He's too enthusiastic, but he won't take no for an answer. Yeah. I think a lot of people that have been successful in certain ventures in their life and stuff, they're not always the best people. You know, they're not always the most smart. They're always the most you know whatever, but. The they don't take no for an answer. Yeah, they're the most determined and industrious. And he's industrious. Like, when one door closes, he'll go for the back door. He'll go for the window. You know, oh, he'll really? do anything to get in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it shows. So Eddie Murphy is crazy industrious and won't take no for an answer. And, yeah, so when his records don't really sell or whatever, then he thinks, damn, what's what's the next thing I can do? Like, then he thinks to make a movie. Yeah, and, and what what happens when the, that um that guy walks in to the record store? Do you remember? Which guy? The he just he always walks in. I think he's like a homeless guy, and he's uh, he walks in. Oh yes, yes, yes. And that's what that's what created the opportunity, isn't it? Because a homeless yeah. guy walked in to his record store and he was chatting about. Because I think Eddie Murphy, uh, well, the guy, the character, also does stand up, doesn't he? Yeah. Rudy Rudy Ray Moore and his stand up was a bit dry. His he wasn't he wasn't like an opening. He was like a supporting actor, supporting yeah. sort of you know. But he, was, he didn't he didn't have his own show. He wanted his own show. So uh, this uh, this uh, sort of homeless person comes into the into the shop, and actually he's actually quite nice to him. He gives him a bit of money or whatever, or some food, and then he sits down with him and he realises that this guy's got stories to tell, like yeah, funny stories. He always walks in and he basically rhymes or like... Yeah. Rhymes all of his words. Yeah, yeah. Like jive turkey kind of <laughs> rhymes, you know, that kind of stuff. And 
it's like, I think uh, Eddie Murphy's character resonates with that and thinks, hmm, his, his brain starts ticking and thinking, shit, I could use this. Yeah. And then he basically steals that guy's uh, flow and his style and uses it on his stand-up. Yeah, when he goes and, to the... When he, because the guy's homeless, so he goes yeah. to where the, all the homeless, like the homeless are like sheltered and he meets, he pays the... He, doesn't he? Mm, he, pay, he pays yes, the, um, yes. the guy for all of his stories. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So I guess, yeah, he doesn't steal it. He does pay for it, doesn't he, in a way? Yeah. So, yeah. And then uh, he uses that style and he goes on stage and he starts to kill it. Yeah. He starts to kill it. He invents the character. Um, he invents yeah. the Dolomite. Exactly, which is actually quite clever, you know? And from when he starts to kill it, he gets more famous and stuff and then he gets more finances and he's, he's just he's, he feels like he's back in the game. Yeah. And I think from that, then he... I, don't, I can't remember how he started to think about making movies, though. But Oh, because done, he went to the cinema with his friends. To, oh, yes, to watch a film. Yes. And it was a white film, and it was dry. And he thought, why aren't we making these films? Why yeah, can't we can do this? It was funny as well. Was, yes, yes, that's it. And he thinks, yeah, why can't we do this? And then he starts to get an idea to make a film. And yeah. he literally finances the whole film. He finds a, a location. He, he hires students. He hasn't got a clue what he's doing, but he but rem- but brings he, all the people together. Do you remember he uh, he basically you know when he was doing the he, uh, the stand up he made a record he sold yeah. he sold it as a record like for people to listen to. Oh yes, yes, and yes, yes, yeah. All of a sudden, these white proje- white um, music uh, people in the industry started hearing it and uh, hearing the buzz on the streets, you know that uh, everyone's all, you know, listening to this record. And it's not like, you know, they're listening to Motown or anything like that. They're listening to a guy just talking on a on a record. Yeah. So he gets more hype, doesn't he? Yeah. And I think he's supposed, I think it mentions like he, it was the early, early version of rap or something like that. Or Okay, okay. MC, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was... And then what happens? Because yeah, so then uh, I guess, yeah, then he starts to bring people together, isn't it, to sort of make the film. And he hasn't got a clue. Like, he just doesn't know what he's doing. Uh, the, the the place that he's hired or he's he's got access of doesn't got no electricity. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. But somehow, like I said, one door opens, one door closes, another door opens. He, he steals electricity from another, like a neighbouring I don't know, location. It's no, crazy. It was the guy's theatre, the homeless guy. He used to... Own- was it his theatre? Uh, yeah. Oh, yes, that's it, that's it. But then the, the, the power wasn't working. How did they get it on? One of the students oh, done something, isn't it? Yeah, the... Um, what's his name? Uh, McF- the actor McPhee. He... Oh, the, the night, night crawler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he almost gets electrocuted trying to... Oh, yeah, the- yes. The um, connect the um, the gear to the um, the electrics in the theatre because mm. it, it, he he found the location, but he wasn't able to, like he basically got it cheap because there was n- it had no electricity, no no water or gas or anything like that. all the services was like cut or or shut down, so they okay. had to um, they had to like break into the what is it, the circuit board, I think? And then... Oh, yes, that's that it. Way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he almost electrocutes himself. 
but yeah, he gets gets everything, all the, all the he gets the electricity to get the filming done. Oh my gosh, it's crazy! But it's just by any means necessary. Yeah, by any means necessary. Uh, but yeah, this, you know, this is the first time Eddie Murphy and Wesley Snipes have done a film together. Really? Interesting facts, yeah. Oh, wow. This is their first time, yeah. Because, um, what is it? Wesley Snipes' character. I liked Wesley Snipes' character. Um, what does he play? Like, du- Duvel Mart- Martin? Yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a He was like a director or something, wasn't he? Yes, yeah. But I think he was a was it he he directed porn or something. Yeah, that's right, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) His character reminded me of like is uh the way like he um he plays him, it reminded me of um two one was it two one foo that um Wesley Snipes was in where he played he he, do you remember two one foo? No, 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 no. Well, well, um, Wesley Snipes, he dresses as a woman and then he's... Oh, no, I don't remember that. Oh, okay, yeah. But yeah, he, he's, uh, his character's sort of um, interesting. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. But now, this film, do you know what? This film, for me, it was, I mean, yeah, we sort of talked about the premise a bit, you know, and obviously the, the aim is to make a film uh, and... Eddie Murphy's character, you know, obviously he was successful in making the film eventually. Lots yeah. of like, lots of barriers and lots of trouble and stuff, but he did it. The film was very low quality, but very high in 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 in, in, in comedy and stuff like that. When the film was uh, premiered, like he was worried that the film wasn't going to, you know, make too much money and stuff like that. He had, he had a lot riding on it, but the film was it done so well. The premiere was like people waiting around the corner. Tickets sold like hotcakes. And it was such a touching thing towards the end, actually, because he they, didn't actually go and sit and sit and watch the film. He stayed outside and entertained the crowd, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, they yeah, get yeah, in. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, which was actually quite good. I like that. Yeah, because they were they were. Do you remember when they were in the limo and they were basically like um, they were in the limo and they're um, picking up like the newspapers with the um, with the reviews. Yes, and they it was like. They were getting such negative reviews, but it's just like how how it you know how we have it nowadays as well, where like you you get all these negative reviews, and then when you go to the actual uh, showing, you then realize that the reviews are rubbish. Like yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they actually you know the film's really good. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So yeah, so, but was, yeah, it was. It was decent. I liked it. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I didn't know what to expect. I thought it was going to be like, oh, whatever, you know. But I actually liked it from start to finish. And the way it ended, he dedicated the film to his brother, uh, Charlie Murphy, who passed away. And it was just it was just a nice touch. But at the end of the film as well, I think there's a bit of like, not post-credits, but I think before the credits roll, you actually get uh, some uh, images uh, of, not images, you well, get some bleachers. short, you get some clips. Yeah, you, now there were clips of the real film Ah, uh, yes, yes. So the actual, the real film that the real Rudy Ray Moore made, there were clips from the actual film that were, uh, you know, that were from Eddie Murphy's film. So it was the same sort of scene. So yes. the film that he made, in this film, the film that he makes, Eddie Murphy, uh, 
is uh, is from a real film. And at the end, you see clips from that real film. And then you realise just how spot on it is. <laughs> it's funny. Yes, yeah. So it's yeah. worth watching. It's wor- really worth watching for that. But did you, uh, did you did you make the connection, or did or did it, um, I, or was it just me made a connection between Dolomite, Black Dynamite, and the actual original of um, where Dolomite, you know, the scenes that you're talking about, because like oh, Black yeah. Dynamite. There's there's a there's a there's a fight scene in black dynamite yeah the um uh with the 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 pimps um bitches and train they're getting trains kung fu or something like that like to fight oh okay yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. they they also do the same thing they yes yeah yeah like almost like the Dora Milaje, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they like it. They like a good, strong sister to fight and represent. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Uh, but yeah, no, it was, it's it's a good film. It's actually Eddie Murphy's first like R-rated film since Life, which we spoke about, which was mm. nineteen ninety nine. And after that, he done a lot of like family films and stuff like that, soft films. But uh, but no, decent film. I liked it. I'd probably give this film like a seven and a half out of ten, I think. Seven and a half. It was, yeah, I think it was decent all around. I, I, think, I don't think it's strong enough for an eight. No. It's no. an eight in places, but I think overall a seven and a half for me. But I, I, th- I liked it. I think it's worth watching. If you've got Netflix, watch it. If you haven't got Netflix, get someone's login details and watch it. <laughs> but somehow try and watch it. Yeah. What would you give it? I would probably give it a seven. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. It's cool. worth 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 a watch, guys. Yeah, check it out. And the actual the actual film Dolomite is also available to. It was it was made out in nineteen seventy five long, and it's literally just called Dolomite. Uh, so it's, it's half yeah, it's an hour and a half long. The film is, and it's got a five point eight on IMDb. <laughs> so if you can actually get that as well, and watch both of them back to back, oh man. <laughs> You know what? I might actually try and find the <laughs> film now and watch it, you know, just to see what it's like. Directed by Derville Martin. Yeah. Is it? Is it? <laughs> yeah, I'm going I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. da- to definitely... I think I'm going to have to try and watch that now. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, cool. That's the film review. And now we've got one hidden gem that Emmanuel's going to talk about. Oh, yes. So today's hidden gem is Batteries Not Included. Have you watched this no. before? is not included. It's, it's a uh, it's a Steven Spielberg movie, um, and I don't think I, I don't think a lot of people know about this one. Um, it basically it stars uh, Jessica Tandy, um, Humi uh, Cronin, Elizabeth uh, Pen Pen. Okay. I think she's got like a sort of like accent okay. on it. Um, yeah, and Frank uh, Mc, Frank McRae. Okay. And um, it's basically it's a mm. sci-fi. It's about two two. Um, it's about two hotel like two couple elderly couple, and they're in a an apartment building. But it, basically, that's going to get torn down. 
because for like new development and they've been living they've been living there for like years and you know they don't want to see it go and they're called it's kind of like they're stuck because they'd need to raise i think they they i think they'd need to raise enough money to um stop the development the property developers so the property developers basically want okay. want the property they want to you know bring it down and one night when the couple go to sleep these um ufos land and they're not like huge ufos they're like they look like you know like sort of like the size of drones. okay yeah you know like those remote yeah. control drones yeah and there's they basically just fly fly into the into the property through the window and they're basically like aliens that are looking for a new home and it's it's really it's it's an interesting movie you got to check it out anyone who wants yeah anyone who's interested in this kind of thing um it's but it's they're like they look like basically flying saucers Ooh. and what's what what's really funny about it it's a bit of a comedy as well because what's funny about it is that these um flying saucers they they reproduce they reproduce so how they, yeah yeah so you, you know so they they end up having kids like a family and so it's like a family of ufos but yeah they basically um they basically fix up the 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 property they do it all up like making it look you know nice and new and then the property developers basically are then unable to tear it down because the reason why they were going to tear it down was because it was all run down and, you know, in disrepair. So, yeah, you see, you see, you basically see how they fight back and, you know, to save, to save their home um, with the help of the, these, um, these flying saucers. But yeah, you should, you should go check it out. It sounds like yeah, a really sounds, like, a mad one. Yeah. strange storyline. Batteries not included, I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's, uh, it's it, you know, it's a 6.7 uh, 6. Mm. out of 10 on um, okay. IMDb. And uh, 60% on Rotten, to- Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, so, or Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. Whatever. <laughs> okay, but nice yeah. one. Thanks for that. Thanks for that. A good little review there. So guys, it looks like we've come to the end of the show, uh, and this is this is the end of the first show for Emmanuel. Emmanuel, I, I must say you've done great uh, for a long-time listener, first-time presenter of the show. I think you've done a great job, so hopefully we'll see you back here again soon. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> 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 or maybe I'll just delete it and your record will be expunged. <laughs> nobody will know (laughs) oh my gosh but now thanks a lot for thanks a lot for uh co-presenting today done a great job and uh amar looks like your job has been taken so (laughs) (laughs) but yeah no cool so guys next time uh again we'll, we'll see you next week for some more Flicksters reviews, uh, news, and uh, and everything else, and some more laughs. Yes. So from myself and Emmanuel, see you next time. Ja, matane. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Peace out. <laughs> and don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Just pop in the Flixsters podcast. <laughs>